You've heard me talk about vital nutrients. They've developed BCQ, a powerful herbal and proteolytic formula that supports a healthy inflammatory response. The nutrients in this distinctive formula also support gastrointestinal function and help maintain healthy connective tissue. BCQ combines boswellia and curcumin with quercetin, a potent flavonoid, and bromelain, a proteolytic enzyme for a healthy inflammatory response in joints, sinus, and the digestive tract. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients has been known for nearly 30 years for their clean and innovative formulations, utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable, and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Lots to talk about this week on the health front, and we want you to join us. 877-726-8255 gets you into the doctor's office. You can pose a question or share a comment. We've got plenty of stories to run down for you as we put together for you some of the most important developments on the high-tech medical front, along with the best of natural therapies. We call that intelligent medicine. 877-726-8255, our number. We've got an early caller, John from Connecticut. How are you? Hi, Dr. Hoffman. Hi. How are you? Welcome. Um, it's about the erythritol. Yeah. Yes, the erythritol study. What about that? Uh, well, I'm a diabetic. Yeah. So, I mean, I use, I put lemon juice with my well water and I put that in for a sweetener and I've reduced my insulin from 35 units to 10. Great. And that's what, well, that's part of what's helping me, but I don't want to get a heart attack and a stroke because that's what the doctor told me I was going to have if I didn't reduce my blood sugar, blood pressure. Indeed. And, and, and now there's a story. Uh, about the potentially harmful effects of erythritol, which is a natural sweetener. Uh, and so uh, thanks for your call, because you're actually teeing me off on something that I was about to discuss at the beginning of the show anyway. So a perfect call. So settle back and listen to what I have to say about this, okay? Uh, I just wrote uh, a column for our newsletter, which will be released this week if you subscribe to our newsletter. Great. You'll get it in your inbox. If not, go to drhoffman.com and subscribe. It's free. And uh, this week's subject is, should you chuck your erythritol sweetened products? Uh, so a little background on this is, uh, you know, I hadn't really consumed much in the way of erythritol until recently. I was at a nutrition conference and I was at the beverage station during a break and I made myself a cup of tea. And then I looked at the sweetener options and I saw a bunch of packets containing variously sugar, Splenda, and NutraSweet. And I said no to all three because I don't like to increase my sugar intake. But these natural sweeteners don't cut it because I was well aware that there are downsides to them. We've been talking about that here on Intelligent Medicine. For example, the, there was a huge study 
the Nutrinet Santé study out of France, you know, that's what they say. Instead of cheers, they say Santé when you click your wine glasses. And uh, the Nutrinet Santé study demonstrated that intake of NutraSweet, which is aspartame, uh, was associated with an increased risk of cerebrovascular events. That means strokes and sucralose which is Splenda, was associated with increased coronary heart disease risk. So I didn't have any of those. But uh, I noticed there was a, a booth uh, nearby that had samples on display of erythritol. And I said, great, I've got a cup of tea here. I want to put something a little sweet into it. And I grabbed one, I added my tea. And I was pleased to note that it had just the right amount of sweetness without the cloying aftertaste that pure stevia sometimes produces. So fast forward to last month, I went to my local health food store and I learned to my dismay that it was closing. But the unexpected boon was that they were liquidating their inventory at 40% off. So I bought a bunch of staples and then I noticed a packet of erythritol there. And so I said, great, you know, I can sweeten my uh, tea in the morning with that. Uh, sometimes I like my tea plain, but sometimes I like to put something sweet in there. And I started doing that. I started enjoying my tea in the morning. And then all, all of a sudden, this study, and, uh, you know, as you're well aware, John, uh, headlines like these abound. Sugar substitute erythritol common in keto foods may increase your risk for stroke. That was USA Today. Uh, National News reported artificial sweetener in diet drinks and protein bars may increase the risk of heart attack. And CNN wrote, Zero-calorie sweetener linked to heart attack and stroke, study finds. And they continued in the article, if your blood level of erythritol was in the top 25% compared to the bottom 25%, there was about a two-fold higher risk for heart attack and stroke. They say that's on par with the strongest of cardiac risk factors like diabetes, which you have, John. So I saw those headlines, and in light of that, you know, I contemplated chucking my erythritol because, man, <laughs> I don't want to give me a heart attack or a stroke. But then I decided to do a little bit of a judicious review of the scientific literature on this. And here's what uh, I came up with. Uh, you know, rather than a knee-jerk response, which is what a lot of the people in the media uh, have had. Um, for example, you know, this gives you an idea on Twitter, you know, which has got a lot of alarmist stuff. Uh, Joel Kahn, MD, writes, beware, erythritol sweetener. Uh, a guy who has the moniker the liver doc writes, dear friends, if you are using artificial sweeteners, please read the ingredients label. If you see erythritol as one of the ingredients, please avoid. So, okay, I looked at the actual article and it's legit. It's from... The Cleveland Clinic, which is a prestigious place, and it's by a guy named Dr. Stanley Hazen. He's chair of the Department of Cardiovascular and Metabolic Sciences there, and he's an authority on cardiovascular disease prevention. He's got scores of papers and patents to his credit. So, you know, he's a very, very credible guy. But I remember that name. And it turns out that Dr. Hazen was also the author of a bit of a scare story that has to do with something called TMAO, trimethylamine oxide. If you are kind of an aficionado of this stuff, you'll remember that there was 
whole lot of concern raised about 10 years ago about choline, which is present in fish and soy, and carnitine, which is present in meat, converting to this bad thing called TMAO. And they said if you measure TMAO, you'll find that people have high TMAO are at risk for cardiovascular disease. The problem is that this particular paradigm has not really fared well under scrutiny because, uh, and I write this in my article, uh, a recent study showed that TMAO uh, may be a neutral bystander to vascular function. That uh, There's a lot of controversy about whether that really has panned out. So, look, I won't hold that against Dr. Hazen, but that scare story uh, did not really ultimately pan out. And in fact, it, it's kind of counterintuitive because people eat a lot of fish, which is rich in choline. Uh, they don't have more heart attacks. In fact, au contraire, people who eat all the soy, it actually reduces the risk of heart attacks. That's the choline that supposedly makes a lot of TMAO. And studies that look at meat intake, uh, if they control for the healthy user effect, which means people who eat a lot of meat, well, they don't necessarily follow the healthiest lifestyles. But meat per se is not the culprit when it comes to cardiovascular disease. Well, the TMAO theory falls apart. But okay, so let's look at the new paper. And I'm going to break that down for you, John, if you stay on the line with us, uh, because uh, there are some flaws in the reasoning behind this paper, which has created all kinds of alarms for people who consume erythritol. Erythritol present in some of the natural sweeteners, it's been popularized as something called Truvia. Truvia is a combination of stevia and erythritol. Stevia alone sometimes, at least a little bit of a bitter aftertaste. It's not a perfect sugar substitute. It's generally considered very safe, but they add a little erythritol to it and make a hybrid product called Truvia, which people consume a lot of. It's a popular zero calorie sweetener. So we'll uh, do a deep dive on this uh, study when we return. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255. John from Connecticut, stay put. This is Intelligent Medicine. You remodel your kitchen, you remodel your bathroom. Now remodel your gut. That's right, your gut. Any successful remodel job requires workers to show up with the necessary tools and ready to work. Well, it's just like that with probiotics. They need to come with prebiotics to encourage growth, as well as postbiotics to nourish the gut. And Dr. O'Hara's probiotics do just that. Dr. O'Hara's is the only probiotic capsule that contains a rich nutritional prebiotic, along with a full spectrum of 12 selected probiotic strains and naturally derived postbiotics. During a three-year fermentation process, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics create healthy, organic nutrients and the diversity of flora that are necessary for long-term digestive health. So remodel your gut today with the right workers. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics online as well as Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and natural health retailers nationwide today. New look, same trusted formulas. As part of Wakanaga of America's 50th anniversary, their flagship product, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, has a new look. The new packaging clearly communicates each formula's unique characteristics and benefits at a glance. The added QR code allows consumers to scan for more info. Aged Garlic Extract has been shown to support optimal cardiovascular health, including blood pressure and cholesterol, immune function, and more. It is organically grown. 
and AGE is the most researched garlic supplement on the market, with over 900 scientific papers from prestigious universities and research institutes around the world. There is also a new, vegan-friendly version of Kyolic's original cardiovascular formula. Visit Kyolic.com for more information about Kyolic's quality supplements to support your healthy lifestyle. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Kyolic aged garlic extract supplements are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. We're breaking down that uh, new scare story about uh, erythritol for you. And it comes to us from the Cleveland Clinic, which I must say has a great PR department because uh, this paper has some problems. It's a very elegant paper, I will admit, but there's some sleight of hand at work here. And I'll break it down for you. Um, First of all, the paper demonstrates that high blood levels of erythritol really are associated with elevated risk of major cardiovascular events. Okay, so there's that connection. Also, in another part of this paper, they fed volunteers with erythritol and they demonstrated that they could hike their blood levels of erythritol. So we have the connection between consumed erythritol and higher blood levels. And then finally, they demonstrated that there is a mechanism by which erythritol hikes the risk of blood clots uh, because it tends to cause platelets to become more sticky. So looking at that, you know, a lot of people be ready to chuck their erythritol because they think they might, uh, you know, drink some erythritol sweetened tea and immediately clutch their chest in pain and succumb to a heart attack. But as many of you as student intelligent medicine listeners know by now, correlation is not causation. So while higher blood levels of erythritol may be associated with cardiovascular risk, they may not be the actual cause. All right. Um, so there's a compelling reason to believe that erythritol is not the cause, but rather a consequence of cardiovascular disease, because it turns out that just like cholesterol, in addition to consuming cholesterol, we make it. Our, our body makes about 80% of the cholesterol in our bloodstream, about 20% comes from diet, more or less. Same thing with erythritol. And it turns out that people who are overweight or have blood sugar problems like metabolic syndrome and diabetes, they make more of it. So it may be that it is a sign of cardiovascular risk and not necessarily the cause of cardiovascular risk. And we call this reverse causation, uh, which is a common error that many people make when they look at two phenomena and wrongly assume that one is the cause while the other is the effect. Uh, but what about this thing where the Hazen team demonstrated that feeding volunteers erythritol hikes their blood levels dangerously. Well, they just used eight healthy volunteers and they gave them a really big dollop of erythritol in a drink. That's not too realistic because the drink contained 30 grams of erythritol and that little sachet, that packet of erythritol that I had to my tea in the morning, uh, delivers only two grams. So is this really realistic? You know, how many people actually consume 30 grams? That would be like 15 cups of sweetened tea, right? Um, and then 
while we know that high blood levels of erythritol are associated with cardiovascular risk and that platelets can be rendered stickier when exposed to a, a big hit of that, it, what's the take home for people who are at low cardiovascular risk and who aren't making a lot of erythritol uh, and simply enjoy an occasional small amount of the stuff? So here, here's an interesting fact. So a little pop quiz. What country in the world has the highest intake of erythritol from natural food sources? All right. It turns out it's Japan, whose inhabitants consume many times the amount we Americans do. Uh, although now we're catching up because we, we have these erythritol sweetened beverages, but they get it from natural sources. The major natural sources of erythritol include soy sauce, sake, beer, mushrooms, and melon which are all popular in Japan. You can also find it in wine, pears, and grapes. Now, the average American consumes 25 grams per day. The per, per capita consumption in Japan often exceeds 100 grams. So check it out when we look at the death rate from heart disease in Japan. It's 30.6 per 100,000. And for the U.S., it's... 210 per 100,000. So our death rate is many times higher from heart disease. Uh, Japan ranks 181 in the world for heart disease. And we're like right up there among the, if not number one, among the top five. So it turns out that the erythritol saturated Japanese rank first in longevity among all the world's countries. So if erythritol really was such a killer that, you know, it would affect the Japanese. There are actually studies uh, done a while ago that suggested that erythritol may be protective against vascular disease. There was a study that I dug up that says that erythritol consumption acutely improved small vessel endothelial function and chronic treatment with erythritol reduced aortic stiffness. The conclusion, erythritol may be a preferred sugar substitute for patients with diabetes. So they're saying, not only is it not bad, it might be good. Yeah, well, that's an old study. Um, so people who have GI problems, you can't take too much of these sugar alcohols. They're called polyol, sorbitol, erythritol, xylitol, maltitol. Uh, they run through you kind of quickly. They're, they're things to avoid if you're on a low FODMAP diet. But um, the other thing about these sugar things is they keep you interested in sugar. So if you're really interested in kicking the sugar habit, maybe go easy on these sugar substitutes because they will pique your appetite for sweets and then you might go for the real thing. That's the bottom line. Don't panic. Erythritol, you know, in modest amounts, not a big problem. This is Intelligent Medicine. You've heard me talk about Vital Nutrients. They've developed BCQ, a powerful herbal and proteolytic formula that supports a healthy inflammatory response. The nutrients in this distinctive formula also support gastrointestinal function and help maintain healthy connective tissue. BCQ combines boswellia and curcumin with quercetin, a potent flavonoid, and bromelain, a proteolytic enzyme for a healthy inflammatory response in joints, sinus, and the digestive tract. For more information and order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain function, heart health, and full body performance. But 
you'd have to eat five or more ordinary bars a day to get those benefits. Flava Naturals chocolate, cocoa powder, and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of a typical dark chocolate bar. I use it every day. For more information and order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Okay, 877-726-8255. We invite your calls, your questions. We're breaking down all the important news stories of the week for you here on the health front. And here's a clickbait headline for you. Men who drink Coca-Cola or Pepsi have larger testicles, study suggests. Okay, it's in a tabloid paper the Daily Mail, but uh, talk about toxic masculinity. We'll uh, do a deep dive on that story momentarily, but uh, more germane to at least my personal concerns. You see, I'm a mosquito magnet, and if you want to go hiking, you want to go hiking with me because I will lure all the mosquitoes in the environs to my skin and they will bite me preferentially and stay away from you. Uh, there's just something about my aroma, uh, something about uh, the oils in my skin, uh, my pheromones. Uh, these are the attractants that the body manufactures for sexual signaling and communication at a subliminal level that attract mosquitoes. Uh, not necessarily members of the opposite sex, but mosquitoes. Well, they're female mosquitoes, so, you know, maybe there's something to it. They, uh, suck human blood and that nourishes them so that they can lay eggs. All right. Uh, this is a breakthrough that I highly anticipate. Researchers map mosquito cells that may help the insects choose tastiest humans. I'm down with that. And it turns out that uh, mosquitoes don't have noses. What they do have, however, is highly sensitive antennae. That's the plural of antennas. Uh, mosquitoes detect odors mostly through their antennae. And scientists have long observed that variations in odors, heat, humidity, and carbon dioxide are factors in attracting mosquitoes to some individuals more than others. And so they're devoting considerable time, effort, and dollars to deciphering the uh the the language of the antennae specifically what it is uh what combination of chemicals turns mosquitoes on 
to the presence of suitable humans to bite. And so they say that uh, further studies will focus on identifying the specific receptors that cause mosquitoes to be attracted to human odors. Okay, and this is a worthwhile study. It's uh, funded by the National Institutes of Health. Uh, research is underway at Johns Hopkins. And so, yeah, maybe in the future, uh, we can figure out something that uh, will deter the mosquitoes from biting. That It's not some sort of harmful, toxic thing like DEET. You know, you apply it to your skin and it kills the bugs, repels the bugs, but uh, it's not exactly great because it gets absorbed through your system. And that may not be good for you, especially for young kids. Yeah, not great about, you know, applying DEET to young kids when they go into the woods. 877-726-8255, our number. And speaking of innovations, well, you've heard me talk about the innovative formulations from Vital Nutrients. Now they've developed BCQ, a powerful herbal and proteolytic formula that attacks something very, very fundamental to the cause of disease, which is the inflammatory response. Many, many functions in the body have to do with inflammation. That's how a lot of things go wrong with a lot of itises. And indeed, many degenerative disorders are associated with runaway inflammation. The nutrients in this distinctive formula, BCQ, also support gastrointestinal function, help maintain healthy connective tissue, which applies to the joints. BCQ combines Boswellian curcumin with quercetin, it's a potent bioflavonoid, and bromelain. It's a proteolytic enzyme for healthy inflammatory response in joints, sinus, and the digestive tract. For more information to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients has been known for nearly 30 years for their clean and innovative formulations, utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and I use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. All right, now to that uh, story with the very, very enticing headline, men who drink Coca-Cola or Pepsi have larger testicles, studies suggest. So, you know, the expression big cojones. Okay, so the implication is that you got to drink a lot of sugary soda to develop that attribute. And the story goes like this. The country's most popular sodas might refresh the parts other drinks can't reach by giving men bigger testicles and making them more masculine, a study suggests. Okay, here's the problem. Research done on mice showed adults may, adult males, this is mice, who drank Coca-Cola or Pepsi had higher testosterone levels and larger genitals than their peers. Research in animals, in particularly when it comes to mice, uh, has revealed the cure to many diseases. Uh, but, you know, we can sever the spinal cords of mice and we can fix them with this or that or the other procedure and they can learn to walk again. But so far, it doesn't translate to humans. And so, uh, this study on mice is suggestive of an effect, I'll admit. But, um, when it comes to suggesting that humans should drink a lot of soda, to get bigger nether parts, uh, I'm thinking that's not the correct interpretation. 
One group of 30 male mice was kept in a cage and their water bottle was filled with 50% Pepsi mixed with tap water. Another 30 mice were kept in a different cage and given pure Pepsi. The same was done for two groups of mice, but with Coca-Cola. And a fifth group was used as a control and given pure water. The mice could drink as much as they pleased for 15 days. The mass of the mice's testicles was measured on days 0, 5, 7, 10, 13, and 15. Boy, I hate to be the grad student doing that study. <laughs> What's your t- I'm measuring mice testicles. Turns out that on day 15, the mass of the mice's testicles is significantly higher in the groups that drank Coca-Cola, 100% Pepsi, compared with the 50% Pepsi in control groups. There was a dose-response effect. The more they drank, the bigger their testicles. But guess what? <laughs> Taking a lot of sugar can promote faster growth, and that's what these products deliver. Here's the problem. When it comes to humans, study after study has suggested that the more sugar you take in, the more likely you are to become obese. And obesity is associated with the opposite, with a decline in testosterone and a propensity to diabetes, which is very often associated with hypogonadism, a lack of sex hormones. So many diabetic men require testosterone shots to optimize their testosterone levels. They have low T. So this study, this garbage study done in apparently some remote part of China, because I looked at the university that does the studies and they do a lot of yak research. Maybe they should stick to yak research in the upper research uh, reaches near Mongolia. Um, I'm not thinking... This is a good idea if you want to enhance your masculinity. In fact, au contraire, uh, I think it could put a dent in your sexual performance. 877-726-8255, our number. By the way, that number available to you 24-7, 365, all through the week. Question should occur to you. Just call 877-726-8255 and record your question. Uh, here's one. Uh, when it comes to stomach cancer, uh, what particular food can have a protective effect against the risk of stomach cancer? Bad cancer, because high risk of dying of stomach cancer, uh, the five-year survival rate, relatively low. It can be cured if caught early, but once it's spread, very, very poor prognosis. So definitely want to prevent stomach cancer. Uh, the allium vegetable family has antibacterial antioxidant and immune modulation properties and thus suggesting anti-tumor effects. And here's what they did. They did a prospective study they examined whether allium vegetable intake would change the risk of gastric cancer occurrence. And they also looked at whether this would be modified by vitamin supplementation, specifically garlic supplementation apart from diet, and treatment for Helicobacter pylori, which is a known potential cause of stomach cancer. And they looked at a lot of folks, over 3,000, and they gathered information on the intake of allium vegetables, garlic vegetables, onions, scallions, and 
what they found was that there was an inverse association of the risk of gastric cancer with total allium vegetable and garlic vegetable intake. And it was particularly strong uh, for those who got placebo vitamins or placebo garlic. And that suggests uh, a potential effect modification by nutritional supplementation, uh, which has an additive benefit with the dietary intake of allium vegetables. So the suggestion, the take home from this is, yeah, eat a lot of garlic, especially garlic, but also allium family vegetables, which include leeks. I love to make leek soup. Uh, also onions, of course. These are among the allium family, but also consider supplements like Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, which has demonstrable immune support and potentially anti-cancer effects. 877-726-8255, our number. We'll be back with more of today's Intelligent Medicine. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary, drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research, among them several stand out for their supportive immune function and respiratory health, NAC, Allerol, Serapeptase, and Abiotic Immune Plus. NAC promotes detoxification and healthy respiratory function. Allerol supports respiratory structures and functions. Serapeptase supports a healthy response to biological stress. And Abiotic Immune Plus is a botanical formula designed to support healthy immune system function. NAC, Allerol, Serapeptase, and Abiotic Immune Plus for supportive immune function and respiratory health. And they're available at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. And I told you about how you can record a question by calling 877-726-8255 anytime you like. And I promise to take some of those calls, so let's hear one. Two quick questions. Something I read that clinical trials showed that omega-3 fatty acids like fish oil, which I give to my husband and myself, can cause an increased risk for atrial fibrillation, which my husband has and is on Eliquis because of it. So 
I was wondering if you could comment on that and should I stop giving him the fish oil. And the other thing is a big article that I read in the consumer magazine about cadmium and lead in dark chocolate, which I eat a little piece of every day, and it's 85% cacao, or however you pronounce that. Okay, so let, let's tackle the last question first, which is about the um, high cadmium and lead levels in chocolate. This is based on a study uh, that was done uh, that used uh, more stringent guidelines than even the uh, uh, EPA uses uh, for uh, food quality. It's based on the Prop 65 guidelines in California, which are so stringent that uh, you know a lot of ordinary consumer products uh, end up being the subject of class action lawsuits because of this or that or the other thing has a, above an unrealistic threshold of some of these things. But no question, cadmium and lead are bad, and you don't want a cocoa product that is said to confer health benefits to give you heavy metals. Uh, so uh, the it turns out that cocoa as a plant is what's called a bioaccumulator. It pulls in a lot of toxic things from the soil, including lead and cadmium. And so it's a little hard in uh, cocoa um, horticulture to to prevent that. It's not like they're you know, raising these cocoa plants on uh, some kind of Superfund site. It's just that there's naturally background levels of these things present in the soil, more so in some areas than others. And so you have to be careful. And, you know, just to mention that the company that we talk about here, uh, which is Flava Naturals, uh, they screen very carefully for lead and cadmium. They they have a very high flavanol cocoa product, which we'll talk about next hour, uh, which uh, I consider safe and I consume enormous amounts of it, uh, and it delivers the health benefits without the exposure to the cocoa uh, to the um, to the lead and the cadmium. So when it comes to uh, this atrial fibrillation thing, there there was a study recently that shows that there's a slightly higher risk of atrial fibrillation in people who have who consume fish oil. But when it comes to your husband, that ship has sailed already. He has atrial fibrillation, so it's not going to make the atrial fibrillation worse. He needs to keep taking his Eliquis, and he needs to take whatever medication helps him to control his atrial fibrillation. But you know, once you have atrial fibrillation, whether you take fish oil or not, uh, it's not going to make it worse. And it might make things better because fish oil is actually a little bit of a natural blood thinner. So it may make him less likely to have the biggest consequence of atrial fibrillation, which is a stroke. So that, I think, is fine. Uh, you know, let's break it down. Uh, two types of arrhythmias. One is atrial fibrillation, which is usually pretty benign, except for the fact that it somewhat increases your risk of blood clots, and therefore you need a blood thinner. And then there's ventricular arrhythmias, which are really the, the dangerous kind that can cause sudden death. And in fact, that's what DeMar Hamlin recently had on the football field. It caused him to go into cardiac arrest, uh, ventricular tachycardia. That is, you know, life-threatening. And it turns out that um, when it comes to fish oil, fish oil actually have a, a suppressive effect on the more dangerous kind of arrhythmia, the more life-threatening kind. Um, has been shown to uh, reduce sudden cardiac death by 80%. Uh, Omega-3 fats also reduce resting heart rate. They improve heart rate recovery after exercise. 
Um, there was also a 38% reduction in the firing of defibrillators. So they have implantable defibrillators for people with life-threatening arrhythmias. Uh, Dick Cheney was someone who had one of those. And it's working for him, uh, even though he's had like, you know, 14 heart attacks. Uh, the uh, firing of these occur when an arrhythmia develops and then they send an electrical impulse, which basically shocks your heart the way that Damar Hamlin was revived on the field. But this is annoying when it happens. You know, all of a sudden, boom, you know, you get electric shock. When people took fish oil, they had a 38% reduction in painful defibrillating fi defibrillator firings um, during the course of their fish oil supplementation. So another point to be made is uh, Greenland. Let's take a look at Greenland. Lots and lots of omega-3 rich fish, the inhabitants of Greenland, the, the uh, indigenous population. Uh, they have a very, very low prevalence of atrial fibrillation. So if indeed, you know, lots of omega-3 caused atrial fibrillation, I'm thinking, you know, that would be kind of demonstration that that is not the case. Uh, Eskimos or Inuit, as they're now called, uh, would have a higher incidence of cardiovascular disease. Turns out that they have a lower incidence of cardiovascular disease and not necessarily a higher incidence of atrial fibrillation. So uh, I would say uh, that, um, uh, you know, I've seen the study and it, it's concerning, but for people already have atrial fibrillation, I don't think it's germane. And in fact, I think fish oil is beneficial uh, when it comes to atrial fibrillation. So there you have it. 877-726-8255, our number. Uh, next hour, we're going to take a look at how uh, the makers of uh, sugary cereals like uh, Lucky Charms are threatening to block the healthy food labeling guidelines in court. They say it's an infringement on their First Amendment free speech rights. What do you think? We'll tackle that subject. 877-726-8255 for calls.